come closer. Yeah. Train wreck came from that Afghan. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's when I started learning my my strands because all that dude sold was train wreck because I only got train wreck. Strains. Strains. Yeah, yeah. Strains. What's up, guys? We are an entrepreneur enthusiast podcast. I got these guys out here. Tell me about your company, where you guys are from. Introduce yourself to the audience. I'm Corvain Cooper. Um, I'm a co-founder of 40 Tons, chief brand ambassador of 40 Tons. And um, I was serving life for 40 Tons of marijuana mm. 17 months ago, mm. I would say. So it was about 17, 18 months ago, January 28th. Donald Trump in his last um, two minutes in office uh, gave me clemency. Shout out to right? Donald Trump. So, you know what I mean? So shout out to the Trump guy. That, that, you know, Trump. You know shout out to Trump for that. And, you know, there were tons of... Um, People just pushing and pushing and pushing yeah. and pushing. You know, they had the BET documentary that was pivotal yeah. that Nas and uh, Rob Gomes did for yeah. me. Uh, that was during the Hip Hop Awards. It was it was that was pretty big for it. Got it. And with all the organizations, yeah. like it's told me to list. You don't want to be like playing tit for tat and saying yeah. this organization did this, this organization did that, and it just was a push that you have to have faith with. Like yeah. You have to literally, literally stand on your faith and walk by faith and not by sight when you're Man. facing a life sentence and you're set to die in prison yeah. to never see your family or kids again. I, I could not imagine mm-hmm. that. All right. So I could not imagine and that. And for something that you're laying on the bunk for that they're making billions of dollars off of, off of, of legally Man. on the stock market. We, we're going to, so. we're going we're gonna to dive into that. You're right. You know what I mean? Know. So we're going to, we're going to dive into that. <laughs> my, 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 my friend of 27 years, mm-hmm. my business partner, yep. my go-to guy. Yep. He got in front, push, 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 push. We're here. We get to build an organization. Yeah. Build a foundation. Yeah. Build a brand. Yeah. Build unity and bring some substance back you, to the industry. We're going to unpack that. All right, because we got to bring substance back to the industry because the industry right. is built with substance, is built with the how high, yeah. it's built with the Mary Jane, it's built mm-hmm. with the chronic. And we're just trying to bring it all back to where it came from. That's the, the Arizona market. Too? The AZ. the AZ is where I made my first the, million. Yeah, but we'll get, we'll get into that. that those pillows and those little bricks. I don't know when the game. We'll get into how the game changed and all these names yeah. and all this stuff. But, but it was only three different kinds. Yeah, but you see where at I'm that at. Time. You know, and, it was and, it was Reggie, AZ, Chronic, or Kush. I don't know. It was four yeah, kinds. I yeah. don't know where all these extra kinds came from. But yeah, they got we'll, get, we'll get into that. All right. Mm-hmm. And so, what's your role here? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm Anthony Allegretti, co-founder and chief operations officer, 40 Ton, kind of the uh, operations dude, the mastermind behind of, like, you know, hitting all the buttons and making sure that things is where they need to be. I've been a 22-year entrepreneur. I eat what I kill. Yeah. Um, So it's feast or famine for me since I was 18 years old. And, um, you know, I've had every type of job in the books from sales to ops to marketing to whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Unfortunately, went to prison over the plant a few times. Yeah. Um, but after I got out of prison, uh, my third time, I went back and got my grad yep. master's degree uh, in organizational leadership. Nice. Where'd you go? Uh, Point Loma Nazarene okay. it's a nice. School in San Diego. Nice. And then I went to UNLV for my undergrad. Nice. Got the marketing degree too. Got the, hey. So, so you spoke on something, um, which was the education piece that, and here in entrepreneur enthusiast. The goal of our conversations is to allow people to understand how to become an entrepreneur, how to get over that hump. A lot of it, as we know as entrepreneurs, you just drop dive into it. But a lot of people don't like us to use that word, just do it. And you unpack something as far as the education piece. And I'm a I'm an advocate of of school, not 
necessarily the learning side of it, but the connection side of it. That's always been my take. Other people have their things, but being an entrepreneur, there's this whole stigma like you have to go or you don't have to go. Either way, you have to build a network if you do go or if you don't go. So that that's that's a nice point you hit on that because I'm sure then you were able to even LeBron sent his boys to school. Yeah, 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 to be his own agent. <laughs> to be his own agents like yeah, that's, 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 that's that free education like I, I'm, I go to school all the time so speak to that and how you were able to now because we're going to get on the education the entrepreneur the, the, that education but how were you able to apply that side to it so I've always been a lifelong learner yeah so education doesn't just come from the books it comes from experience yeah and having experience in anything that you do is what gives you education mm-hmm. what I realized was was that I, I spent so many years of the first part of my adult life building my negative piece of paper that mm-hmm. wraps you getting in trouble what I wanted to do was figure out a way without having to like publicly say that I've changed yeah. what could I do to show that I've changed yeah. well college is a four-year commitment yeah it takes time yeah. and I decided that I wanted to go get a college degree yeah. at the age of 30 yeah that was after my second prison term. How, how old was this I was 30 years old I know how many what year was this 2009 so this is kind of before YouTube University correct this is right on the cusp of yeah. in fact I used to do YouTube videos in 2010 and 11 yeah. when it wasn't even popping but um so fast forward, I, you know, I, I get in trouble. I, I go to prison. I get out my second time. I decide that I want to go back to school. Yeah. I go back to, I, get, I go to UNLV. I realize 90% of the people there are bullshitting their way through college. They're yep. there to party. They're there to be in fraternities. Yep. They're there to just like enjoy the social side of college, which is needed. I yep. highly recommend the social side of That's college. That's the best part. That's the best part. But you got to do it right. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I went to, um, ironically, I'll, I'll dive into this story that you guys will like, and this is a, a story of perseverance and uh, yeah. uh, with, and what Go you ahead, need, dive. We got all, got all the time you need. <laughs> yeah. So I, I show up to, um, the marketing department at UNLV mm-hmm. 2009. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I go to the mark, you know, each college you have like the the, the college of business yep. and then you got you know entrepreneur accounting department yep. marketing department finance etc etc i go to the marketing floor because yep. it's a five floor building but all of it's the business college yep. i walk into the um uh the head of the marketing department what i director of whatever the fuck they were just called walked in. i just walked in i came to them and i said hey hey excuse me um i'm not a student yet but i'm applying to be a student mm-hmm. i have this idea for an app Mm-hmm. Is there anybody that you could connect me with that could like help mentor me and like show me the ropes on what I need to do? Yep. This piece of shit fucking shooed me. He was like, get the, he basically was like, we don't do that here. You have to be a student. I'm like, I'm going to be a student. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally in the process of registering. I just haven't selected my classes oh, yet. Shit. He goes, he shooed the shit out of me, right? Basically deflated me. Yeah. I had a choice when I walked out of that office to either go back to the elevator and leave or continue going. I said, fuck this motherfucker. I went walking down the hallway, found a marketing professor that had their door open, knocked on the door and said, excuse me, I was wondering if you could help me. I gave gave her the same pitch. She welcomed me in, was like, come on in. This is what I want. I want my (laughs) students to come and do this. I explained everything to to her. She connected me with the entrepreneurship professor because oh, she wow. wasn't the one that I needed. Yeah. But she she was welcome. She made that connection. So I went down to the third floor, walked into Dr. Runge's office. Shout out Dr. Runge. I love you. I always mm-hmm. love you for this. Shout out Dr. Runge. <laughs> Dr. Runge. And 
most of this is coming from his street smarts and his aggressiveness yeah. and his eating to kill I'm, I'm, entrepreneur skills too. But finish. Love, finish I appreciate that. So I go down to the third floor. I go to Dr. Runge's office. She's one of the professors of entrepreneurship, which, by the way, she testified on my behalf six years later in court, yeah. flew 3,000 miles to talk yeah. about my character testimony. Yeah. This is that professor. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. So earlier, I walk into her. I tell her this. She goes, oh, my God, you're awesome. I would love to do this. I look Dr. Runge in the eyes, and I said, listen, I'm a two-time felon. I'm on parole. I'm I." I don't take this shit lightly. Yeah. I, I want to go to college and learn for real. Learn. Will you be my mentor? Will you teach me the game? Yeah. She was like, absolutely. I won her the Governor's Cup. The wow. Governor's Cup is a Shark Tank competition. We won 20000 It's like this big old uh, trophy. I could have kept the trophy because yeah. I won it. I gave it to her. Yeah, that's that's a humble brag because the uh, Governor's Cup is a big deal. It, it's um, a business plan competition. Business plan you got to put a 30-page business plan and do your team, do the Shark Tank pitch, Man. blah, blah, blah. So... Go back to your question of importance of education. Education was massively important, and yeah. I realized that I don't need the book smarts. Yeah. I just need to get that piece of paper and use the interpersonal development of yep. college, working on teams, joining organizations, uh, being in student government. Yeah. That yep. is what did college for yep. me. Because all that shit doesn't matter, but it matters at the time. But like how you say, if you do it right. You can you can leverage those relationships. Some of my closest friends are from just work. They work in different fields, but now we're able to lean on each other because we went through the trenches. Like right, you learn important. Robert's rules of order. You learn how to work on a team. You learn yeah. student government stuff. You learn what it's like to fundraise if you're yeah. in a in a uh, fraternity. You and learn all the, these things, and you learn how to get fucked up yeah. and wake up and take that test in the morning. Because <laughs> 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 I've done that many a time. CV would would appreciate would appreciate this. Like, I, you know, I, I, I believe in, you know, this, you know, this is just positive confidence, not, not ego or, or cockiness, but I believe that if I had nothing going on, no, keep in mind, I'm under federal indictment too, yeah. while I'm going to college for like the cannabis shit that we're on yeah. about a year into my college. Yeah. I'm building a charity that's mm -hmm. huge to fight child obesity. I'm married with two children. I'm mm -hmm. writing a book and I'm the, uh, the perfect, the president of my fraternity. If I would have had none of that, I could have been a straight A student. Yeah. But entrepreneurs aren't straight A, aren't students. Straight a students. They're C and B students yeah. because they're barely doing what they got to do to get by. But they're using the knowledge to take themselves to the next level because it's about the network. It's not about whether or not A plus A squared plus B squared equals three Yo, divided by seven. I, I literally was able to graduate because I told my teacher I was I was working for my buddy. I was like an intern at this uh, NFL marketing company. And okay. I, and I, so I went to my teacher and because I, I was struggling with the classwork and I gave her my whole portfolio of work of everything I did that year. And I said, we're not even learning this. These are the things I'm doing at work. I just need to pass. So I get out of here. Yeah. Like I did. I got We got a whole magazine. Did that, she hook you up? Yeah, I was out of there. Okay, I was out of there. When they know, they know. Yeah. So when you and when you holler at a professor, I went to. Here's another tip for you entrepreneurs that want to go back to college and and get your education. Now you went way. back at thirty. I went back at thirty. It's never Here, too late. Is was is the whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. Here's here's what what I would recommend doing. Go to every professor you have in your in your field. Like you don't need to go to the fucking your you know English class or that mm -hmm. right. But but you can. Go to go to your professors in your field, the classes that you know your 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 mark your uh, for me it was marketing, so I'm all my marketing, and go to them before 
school starts the semester starts like that week before and and introduce yourself hi my name's anthony um i'm here to get this degree but i want to take this seriously here's what i have going on in my life i'm not making no excuses i'll be where i need to be but just yep. know you got a motherfucking real one in your class yeah and out of the hundred and something people that is in your class that's really bullshitting when i come at you with something it's the real yeah have that combo and it will open up fucking massive doors because they realize that I'm 30 years old. Mm -hmm. I could do your job. I could do your job. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you let them know that without letting them know that, yeah. that's when you can win. That's when you win. You know, you, you, CB hasn't necessarily been to college, yeah. but he's got a bunch of entrepreneurial street experience. Yep. So when he walks into these meetings that, and, and speaks it, that he can use that uh, that nah, entrepreneurial that, street side. That's the important side. So like, it works together great. hand in hand yeah, when yeah. you walk into these that's, places. That's what I was saying. Like when he when he... Came with the aggressiveness yeah. of going to the professor. That all came with the aggressiveness of him having to be an entrepreneur by himself. Yeah. So when you have to have to be an entrepreneur by yourself, and you have to just get up and tie your shoes on with no plan today yeah. on how I'm going to eat or and bring something home. That's where he couldn't take the first no. But yeah. a regular person that's just going to school and took a couple of no's, they might have just left they, they that just day. Left. And that's that's the street side of it. It's like these kids out in um, in Atlanta selling selling water. They know a hundred thousand people driving. No, no, this one. No, sorry, not when you say the water, you're hitting a different point, right? Because my daughter is here right now, right? But this is what I'm trying to tell you. I always say I, I even tell her, tell her friends, like I stay by Hollywood Bowl, so I yeah. stay in Hollywood, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm just like, Damn. shout out to Hollywood Bowl. Shout out to Hollywood Bowl. Like, <laughs> I'm looking like from. if if I'm just sitting thinking they're going to have three thousand, five thousand people here yep. today. And I just buy all these waters, get a yeah. U-Haul, right? So if it's tonight is the Kid Rock concert, yep. then I get a, a label maker that says these are the Kid Rock waters. Yep. I, I, I would cater to wherever place, any concert, the form. Yep. The, 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 yesterday would have been Rams waters yep. at the Rams stadium, right? So you can at least turn your... 100,000 people. To 100,000 people, right? And then you've got a $2,000 investment buying all the waters, filling the U-Haul. Yep. And they just quickly to support a $2 water... Bro, I'm selling socks, draws, water, whatever it is. The case costs $2. It's hot right now. Retail. It's hot. Right. Yeah, right. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Don't get a wholesale account. Yeah, right. it's, it's, right. That's right. your get all entrepreneur skills. All you're doing is Googling where's the next people where a lot of people are. At. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, I think mean? that, but so mm -hmm. that, that, that's the street side of it where it's like, it's one of those things I've always challenged. Is it learned or earned? Because it takes grit to do that. It's both. Like, yeah. It takes those things to know. And you got to give up that pride. You got to go. Angela Duckworth talks about grit. Yeah. In her book, Grit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, grit is one of the things, but can you get grit? Can grit be taught? Or are you born with grit? Both. You know? It's, 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 it's in you. It's always in you. It's always in you, but you can always sharpen a skill. Yeah. So getting gritty. So I always say this, how do you practice public speaking? Mm -hmm. You can't. Well, you can join Toastmasters. That's not, well, <laughs> well, yeah, but you're literally yeah, public speaking. Yeah. No, yeah, there's no, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no, no practicing no public practice. speaking nah, without public, public speaking. speaking. That yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. the practice, yeah. which is the work. Is. So being grit, you you're not perfect on your first speech. Right. But, but you can't practice to the mirror. It's not the same feeling as if yeah. you really perform to a thousand people. You can memorize it. That's different. That's memorization. Yeah. That's learning your lines. But the actual feeling that you have when you step on stage and you speak you won't get that unless you do that so and, and, and being ready for wherever it's five people yeah because it might not always be a thousand I, so I, and how that's you, what grit is i've, I've spoken it's right. funny exactly. i've spoken in rooms my first speech i had like prepared now i'm at the point where i could talk to as many people 
without even yeah. a script and get on there and know what my end point is. Just I actually my hate a script, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually like it more from the heart. and Because re- like it's authentic. Reading is, 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 is too, it's, a, it's authentic. It's too Biden. You know what I mean? It's too reading. A, I mean, a, a I, 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 I have I beg to differ because he and I will always this. I think that you should absolutely prepare notes. I don't think that you should you should have like a written script. Yeah. But I do believe in one thousand percent preparing as opposed to just going off the cuff yeah. because when you're prepared, you're going to get to pie. Yeah. And what I mean by that is it's not three point one four. Three point one four is not pie. Pie is three point one four five two seven etc. So getting to that pie status of eliteness, you have to. So I, I've I've had times and even <laughs> yeah, in, like, you got I'll to, you, yeah, you no, no you do because I even I've had times where and this another thing for you entrepreneurs when it comes to speaking like you said five people in a room I've had times where I booked rooms like when mm-hmm. I travel anytime I travel to a city for fun I'll book a reworks room and do a, a workshop I've had times where one person showed up yeah. I've had some times with 30 people showed up. Oh, that's killer. I like that idea. Done. Yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. Every time I will go to a city, I will book a WeWorks, 40, 50 bucks for an hour. Where'd you advertise? Just on your social and, and WeWorks? Eventbrite and Meetup. Okay, fair. And I would, in Instagram, invite people. Hey, I'm having this workshop. Why don't you come talk? Come see and, me. And what are you teaching? So at that time, I was teaching reputation management. Okay. Now I have this uh, business plan boot camp. So I'm you teaching. had like a one hour session type one thing hour ready session. to go to teach them. Ready to go. And then now that they now that they meet you, they want now they want to know more about you and get whatever. Yeah. And then we became friends. We built relationships. I got the content because no matter how many people in the room, I'm pulling out the camera, the tripod, recording my speech, so I'm getting the content. But I was able to gain gain that, and I, I learned that that's I like that that, that's idea. that that's that grit, and that works. Well, listen, that works globally. Listen, guys. No, you are right. Global. Story, it works better globally. Story, story time. Story time. Idea. I'm, I'll give you more of the game. So we would, we would, when it came to, um, when it came to finding a, a, a audience, Facebook, Google, and YouTube ads will top topple on top of a target market. So if I'm going to Japan, define that again. Say that again. Facebook. I, Facebook ads. Understood. Will cover an area. Correct. If I'm going to Japan and I'm looking to speak, I'm going to advertise my brand around Japan. Oh, geofence. I happen to be going there. I don't. I don't want to use a comp. I don't. I'm, I'm going to try to keep it simple for him. But yeah, I didn't want. I don't want to. I want people to just have me out there. So then I start engaging with people, DJs, restaurant owners, business owners, like. Like literally DM. just DM in, in Facebook and, and saying, and Hey, LinkedIn. I'm gonna be in Japan. I'm gonna be in Japan. Let's go to lunch. Now I'm popping up on their algorithm because I've already advertised and they've engaged with me without knowing my ad is going to them. Then, oh, your ad was from a different account that you were DMing him from? My my ad was from my company account. Gotcha. Promoting me. And your personal account was sending them a message. Yes. Gotcha. So now I'm looking at different meetups and things that are in my niche. At the time, it was digital marketing in, in Tokyo. And where are they? What dates are these? Listen, we talk about grit because you'll be surprised how I came up with this. No, no, that's G. So now I'm in the in the space where I can meet these people, go to these event brights, invite them to my event, and they either going to show or not show. Now you got a dude from California that's swaggy. That's going out in Japan. In Japan, West Coast hold flavor up, too. Hold up, Come I hit on. I hit up people that own clothing stores. I go and I spend money. I hit up people that own restaurants. I go and I spend money. 
I hit up DJs. I go and I spend money. I'm good every time I go back. I'm good. That's I used to do that in the music business in your all throughout Europe. Exactly what you told me. It works. This this was a time where I was advertising. This was a time where I almost lost my company. So I was at this time. It was 2014. I was a full. I still had my company, but I was a full time Uber driver. And I was like, shit, I could drive for three weeks and travel for a week. What was your call to action to them once you got them? I was sell, I was ser- selling my software, my reputation got management it. software. Got it, got it. Okay. I was getting that out there. That's how I was able to take my got global it. reputation management software out there. Got when, it. And, and go to these different companies, different brands, and meet these CEOs because they don't know I'm an Uber driver. And you had it language. Um, I speak money. Yeah. No, but I'm saying your software you you had it where it, yeah the, yeah you the know there's language. you know there's I mean, APIs there is. yeah that yeah, can yeah. do that you got to you got to pay to play so I was able to I found partners too you I had found, your shit cracking I found partners in those cities yeah and I, and I realized like that's kind of when I realized the world is global oh I can make money it's not just a dollar bro yeah. you could do that and just just have your podcast like that's what Earn Your Leisure does and did and get it cracking shout like, out to them yeah I, I know so I, I understand the algorithm and how to get that going but. Not not to highlight on me, but because you got into the grit side of it. You guys have had this 27-year relationship. You came from, you know, you, you, you guys keep alluding back to the, the prison side of things. And we you know, and we started with an eighth. I stayed on West Boulevard and yeah. Hyde Park in the Blues. Yeah. Right? That was back when it was a real pretty yeah. picture. Yeah. It was really yeah. serious. You feel what I'm saying? So we started there. That's yeah. where I originally started at. We came, got the eighth, flipped it. Flipped the eighth. We flipped the eighth. What, what kind of eighth was it? Chronic. Just chronic. A, just an eighth of chronic. Like a twenty dollar eighth. Yep. You can bust it down five dollars each. And just keep it. Five dollars a gram, ten dollars a gram. And we're delivering at yeah. this time. I'm twenty dollars a gram. I mean, I probably uh-huh. bought weed from you guys back in the day. I, I for you sure know what I'm saying? So th- it's like before all this Uber and DoorDash and weed maps was delivering, we were to have to somebody had to deliver that weed. Yeah. We'll drive I'll drive all the way to the valley though if you were spending a hundred. Yeah. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? So, because back then gas wasn't as, yeah. as high, right? So, we kept our grind was so impeccable at that time where mm-hmm. we wouldn't take any money out. We just yeah. keep growing and growing and growing and growing until we get to a That's pound, an important piece right? to save so, it. Yeah. To save it, right? So, now once we learned, like, wait a minute, the brick of marijuana, mm-hmm. right? You can get for $300 back then and mail it out of town and get $600 yep. for a brick of stressed weed. Yep. That's probably not even weed. Yep. You tested it because it wouldn't test for anything. Yep. Right. Arizona. So, <laughs> no, this is before Arizona. This is a, this is a brick. The Arizona, Arizona was, was the, was the Atlanta, Arizona was, Arizona was the cush of the, Reggie. Yeah, yeah. That was like, yeah, the, yeah, that was yeah, the yeah, pillow. Yeah, that was yeah, the, the, the serious, which was right. the same exact motherfucking shit, but <laughs> fucking, we thought it was different because we thought it, wasn't it was different. All, all it was is not compressed. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. it is, they compress it because sometimes it. you can get some good Reggie that wasn't as compressed, and yeah. you're like, "Wait a minute, this is some AZ. It's just got in a little it. format, right? Got so it's it. really all the same week. Marketing, but yeah. That that's where yeah. they, they marketed it. They can get more over here, mm-hmm. right? So they can charge a lesser a lesser price. price. The pillow is so big, they can get less over here, yep. right? So they can get more price, which we're sending out of town yep. and getting the double price because they're on the other side of the world. We're closer to the border. Yep. We're getting the closer to the weed. So that just kept going on and on. and Figuring out how to scale it. We scaled it. Always got to scale. After we made it out of the boxes and graduated, they yep. called us the box boys at first because yeah. we were saying, we, we made it to where we were shooting 40 to 80 pounds a day, wow. right, in boxes. Yeah. And then the crates start. He initiated and started the crates. And with anything, that's where our brand stands on, right? Yeah. Because it's 40 to the move, 40 times anything, you're yep. going to need weight, right? You're going to need the weight. You're that's You're going to need crazy. to move some weight, right? Man. So 
it went to that. He has a uh, he has like the record because he has a, a perfect record of not getting any of his crates tucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah, it got some of the, he got caught with the two hundred thousand coming back yeah. from the airport, but he never lost a crate. So that's like batting a thousand. Like he batted a, he batted yeah. he batted a thousand. Yeah, right? all, you, all you amateurs getting your next day packs. Because you yeah. want to know what the secret to that was, where everybody else wasn't doing. Investing money into security. Mm. I spent bread to make sure that my op was secure, mm. where I took less pump money, but yeah. it gave me more longevity. Yeah. Spending it on that, this is minimizing it, but spending it on the ten dollar tape instead of yeah. the five dollar tape. Spending it on the on the twenty dollar thing instead of the ten dollar thing. Making yeah. sure that the op was right so that I could sustain. And I, my uncle taught me this. He said, "If you want to be a bandit, you got to live like a bandit." Yeah. And we want we want to be bandits, but we don't live like bandits. We live like we're movie stars. Yeah, we do. and that's that's where shit gets wrong. So you know, learning how to do that, and then taking all that what he just said, and now we're applying it into real world businesses and learning it as we've yeah. gotten older. To one, now we're one, here. Of, one of my favorite movies growing up is, is Paid in Full. And, yeah, I love Paid in Full. That's seeing, one of my favorites. So. Seeing the difference, man. I bet you five thousand. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it into right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But 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 that that gave you the perspective of seeing that what what drug dealing really was not really was, but like it gave mm-hmm. you it, the the Hollywood version of you know there's two different sides, and it's in, you got every business you get into business to scale. Or you, yeah. it's no point of just getting into business. You're just doing right. a service. Yeah, they're doing it on Canaan, right? Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so if you as you as you guys were were scaling, as you guys were going through that process, how when did you decide? When did you say? And, and we can sit on sit on this. When did you say? You know what? Shit, we got to scale. We gonna sell weed now. Like, like. You're talking about when we get into the business aspect of 40 Look, tons? Or are you talking about back then? Back then, because okay. we're, we're going to get to the yeah. 40 tons, but yeah. because that's a decision to make. Because after a certain while, any no matter what you're selling, people are going to keep coming back and it's going to get bigger that's where and bigger. The, that's, 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 that's the I answer. Think, I think that's sort the answer, and that's where the crates come in at. Because now you have more customers. So, right? when so you, you got to figure out how to supply more people. Because now yeah. your 10 sack mm-hmm. is turning to 20 pounds a day. Now yep. your 40 pounds have turned to 80 but right. you're dealing with real logistics issues that you would deal with in, in any logistics. business. So, you know, I, I, prior to that, I had a lot of experience in, in shipping and being in distribu- distribution because I was in the video distribution business. So in the video distribution business, we had to ship yeah. videos and deal with, like, the whole shipping process of, like, a legitimate business. The only yeah. thing that wasn't legitimate was the inventory. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, running of the business, that's all normal shit. Yeah. Normal yeah. business shit. And so to answer your question, when you're, and then when you're charismatic like CV is, all, all the CVs of, this, of those cities – Want to meet a CV? Yeah, and, and, you know what I'm saying. And then another thing and, is, is it, with entrepreneur skills that it makes you back an entrepreneur because you're gonna have to take a risk. Gotta because take a the risk. first initial when I transferred over to Atlanta, I never met the person. Yeah, right. So you got to you, you melt the marijuana. I didn't meet him until after we've probably made a hundred grand. Man, right? You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. you mail it back then. Back then it's when you do the Western yeah. Union. Yeah. Western you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got four or five people going to Western Union. Yeah. Then you build up to different ways of getting the money back. Right. So. It's like in 03, that's 03, 04. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. back back then, you're taking a risk. I'm going to mail you some weed, right? They're going to send the money back. They're send the money right? back. So then 
That's where your relationship is is going on. Y'all relationship is built on money. Without that risk, I wouldn't have made my first million dollars in the game. Right. So no risk, no reward. You got to take a chance in anything that you do. Got it. So 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 now fast forward after prison. I mean, you talking we're talking about less than two years ago. Um, yeah, I'm like 16, 17. There, there's this thing. Two for him. Are you guys an equity we'll brand? So we're technically a social. We're not an equity brand in the sense that we hold an equity license, but yeah. we, we we meet the criteria of all social equity brands, and we call ourselves social impact. Got it. Because we actually do boots on the ground work for. Can you can our you dive community. into that and explain explain what that what that is? Sure. Um, so social equity is just a term used in uh, by the DCC or any of the cannabis boards that designate a certain license. You're a social equity license if you are a minority, if yep. you grew up in the hood, if you have a cannabis offense, et cetera, et cetera, whatever those metrics are. Yep. But a lot of the times, you know, you could have got pulled over and had, you know, a half of a nickel and are from Beverly Hills. Yeah. And you qualify for social equity because you got that half a nickel charge that got dropped down to a misdemeanor and now yep. you're equity right so equity <laughs> equity doesn't what make to me what makes equity equity is exactly what the word means how much is into what it is that you're doing so when you have equity in your home that means you have value in your home so what type of value are you doing for the community we call it social impact. We do expungement clinics. A majority of the proceeds from our sales go back into educating awareness and actual programs that we've built. Nice. And we could go deeper into that, but career programs, expungement programs, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. And so that's what social equity to us is. And, yeah. you know, we're black female owned. Yeah. All of us have been to prison on the plant. We're all yeah. from the, you know, the bad neighborhoods. So we meet the criteria. Yeah. We just don't have a social equity license. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And with people that I'm from LA, so I, I know how LA's landscape. LA, you could be in one neighborhood and literally. In five seconds, you're in another. Hood. Five like, seconds, you're no, in another. No, I had hood. a store. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to explain to you. I had a store on. Florence and Gramercy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm on Florence and Gramercy. Google Earth that right now. You know what I mean? When you Google Earth this, <laughs> down the don't go there. Google Earth it. You, you literally, you're in the front of the six O's yep. and across the street, you're in a trace. Yep. Right. And you're one second away from the Inglewood family. Yes. Right. So, Miami, I lived in the 60s. Yeah. Right. So, I got friends from Atroy, and I yeah. went to school in Inglewood. Man. So you have all these type of people that wants to come to the store. Man, yeah. Right? Just to support. Just to support, right? Yeah. But you're out of bounds, mm-hmm. and you're only across the street. Mm-hmm. And it's a very serious thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to even grow up and try to have entrepreneur skills and to grow up, and then it's like you're from the hood because you grew up in the hood, but you're not. From the hood because uh-huh. you're not from the hood's gang. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. So, but so if somebody see you, you thing. could be from the hood. But you could be from the hood. <laughs> but then somebody like, well, who is he that thinks he's from the hood that you can open a store mm-hmm. in the hood? In the you hood. feel what I'm saying. So you have to go through all these politics to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, navigation. Um, yeah, navigating it through what you're going to do on what street you're going to even open your business on. Yeah, because every every business that you open in LA comes with some politics. Always. Always, even if it's, if it's not coming from the city, it's coming from everyone else. They got their own city. Yeah. They got their own they city. Their own Yo, a homeowners, aso- a homeowners association <laughs> is political. Right? You want to, you know, Man. you want you want to open up a lemonade stand at the Man. golf course community. They're gonna be at you because you didn't pay you. the HOA their fee. Man, we was just talking. We had a guy. He sells pudding on the street. 
Mm-hmm. He was killing it in Malibu. It's pulling mm-hmm. his good. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the city just started like hating on him, you know, because it was like you don't have your permits. But the guy across the street was selling his uh his fruit. But are mm-hmm. you? But what? But let me ask you this: If you had a big old property and someone was coming and selling your shit, would you want? A, would you want a piece? As long as it was fair. If it was, See, when they yeah, try to tax, wanna, that's when yeah. it's fucked up. But this world operates on payroll. If it wasn't competing, I, I live. In, I know this world is transactional. So if I'm not competing, it's helping. Loyal ain't going to do photography for free. Exactly. Now, if he try to bust me for $1,000, I'm going to be like, hell no. But if exactly. he come at me and says, I'll do it for 500 well, then, okay, yeah. now we got a deal. We got a deal. And that's arbitrary. You're worth more than $1,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, we just, we just give But you get numbers. my point. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, I, I feel it. So, it's a, so then it, it breaks down to that. And so then yeah. that's like, okay, well, if you know business, even though you're on the not leveraged side of the coin, yeah. you got to respect it, though, and just get yourself to where you now have the leverage. Yeah. That's man. That's a key. That's that's a, a major key right there. So, we we we're diving in, but I want to go. I want to get a little basic. How does one? Because it it's one thing to say I have a brand, I have a cannabis brand, and you and you got to have something to stand on because anybody can't get a brand, put their thing, put a stamp on. I'm it. going to packaging. Yeah, I've yeah, got, got to packaging. You got packaging. You're on on a store. Like no matter what you're selling, if you're selling a bag of chips, it's supply chain. It's hard to get from product to to market. Like and, you have and to, know, to know, like right now, we want the we want to be known to the consumer. We're known in the industry, but we thing. want to be known to the consumer. So it's how are we going to reach out to the consumer, right? And and the way that we're going to reach out with the consumer is we're starting with restorative justice and we're mm-hmm. starting with doing the work. Yeah. So with your family and friends that are currently locked up and yeah. imprisoned, please contact us. Please go to 40tons.co, yeah. right? Because if you will see on our website, we've created where they have their own T-shirts and we can put your family members T-shirts if you mm-hmm. have a family member that's locked up and they can have their own business and as we grow, they can grow with us nice. and 100% of the proceeds go to their books, nice. right? And when we start... And shout out for their that. family, for their family, it's and whatever they want. Right? I, got a, I got a boy in right now. Yeah, on that. please on cannabis offense. Yeah, I mean, kind of, you know, yeah. in Vegas, but he a nice dude. He shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, we can, no, we can we advocate for him. Yeah. You see, what I'm saying, and we can we can put him out there. We got we just started Forty Tons Foundation. Yeah, right. So we want to be able to do something, actually foot ground for the prisoners, right? Got it. And actually physically get them things that they really need. That's right. that's social impact right there. That's the real impact that we yeah. want to do. We're talking to these people every day. We, you know, what I mean, we're we might even get a call. Now, we might know, get a call randomly. Like it's happened. Five seconds. It's happened yeah. during interviews. We've gotten calls right. So we just want to be able to do the work. We've left the people behind. We felt the legacy market built the industry. Yeah. If you started at a, a alcohol industry, right, I would think a moonshiner would own Budweiser yeah. or, or Miller Lite, right? Yeah. So we're thinking from the same point of view. If why doesn't any of the if I, we sold 40 tons of marijuana, right, yeah. we should be bumping into a lot of people that and we sold marijuana to. They should be owners, too. I want you guys to speak more on because there's something about the change in cannabis where big farmers entering cannabis yeah. and that affects the small business and it changes the game and it hurts businesses like you guys. Right. And we're trying to be ready for that. We're trying to, we're trying to be one of the ones yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, every, business, <laughs> every business should have an exit strategy. Yeah. Right. You were going to ask a question about uh, like breaking it down to like the packaging, the branding, the this yep, to that. Yep. Go back to that and then we'll, we'll go. Yeah. Into, yeah. Yeah. So how does one then start to then we, we, we talked about getting in the in the industry, but to put together their packaging and get their brand on the counters. Well, I mean, that's a, a really deep question. Um, 
when it comes to cannabis, there's like so many different parts of the supply chain. It's not like, you know, you want to go open up a t-shirt shop or go open up a SaaS platform or go open, you know, go make some peanut butter and sell it. Um, the supply chain is always different and it's always a variable. So in that sense, there's no industry like cannabis, not even alcohol. Not, yeah. There's nothing like it because th- we're, we're operating off of a plant. And mm-hmm. the plant, even if it's the same genetics, the same seeds, the same everything, it's not grown exactly the same. Therefore, the cost of goods on the wholesale unit of a bulk pound of flour is never going to always be the same yeah which now affects your cost of goods Mm -hmm. so the first thing is is you need to really understand every level of the supply chain in cannabis and how it works add taxation add over compliance add logistics add distribution add transportation add all these factors it's a fucking nightmare so let's just say you learn all of that and you get your stuff to a you know ten dollar cost of goods sold you need to sell it wholesale cogs which is you know your packaging your weed how much it costs to put into the bag if you're making something the cost that's cost of goods speaking like an award-winning business plan writer right now (laughs) i mean i am i am a 2011 governor's cup first place gold winner in the state of nevada that's the crucial part of it that that business plan Um, you're diving into it but But I got to explain that because yeah. it's not like a t-shirt company. If yeah. that was mm-hmm. the case, you would say, go buy a heat press, mm-hmm. have your designs, go buy the shirts, wholesale blanks, package them up, mm-hmm. whatever that is, and then go and sell them wherever you're going to sell them. Yep. It's not that easy in cannabis. Yep. So I would say like if it, it, taking the cannabis side out of it, you just have to learn the things that you need to learn on yeah. any type of CPG uh, consumer product. Yeah. good to be able to, to to do that get your cost of goods right understanding what that is but before you get into any business you need to know what your consumer is going to buy it for yep. and since you're not a retail operation you are a wholesale operation unless yep. you own the peanut butter store <laughs> right unless you own the, the place that the stuff is being sold at you are just a wholesale repeat that if you're not a retail operation if you're not a retail operator of anything that you're selling i don't give a fuck what you're making if you're not a retail operator you are a wholesaler which means you need to focus on how much you're gonna sell it to the guy that is selling it not the consumer so in cannabis you know these fuckers want a 2.5 x yeah meaning so if it costs you $15 to package an eighth of weed, right, yep. fully out the door, maybe you're lucky you, there, that part of that $15, you, me, makes a dollar. Yeah. yeah. Lucky. That Luckily. means what's what's 15 times 2.5x, right? Now like 40. 15 42. times 25 is 3750 37. yeah. right so then that means i need you need to get now add taxes there's add another taxes. 10 bucks on that that's why the eighth cost 60 dollars that's so, pick up for 50 40 so, okay but it's pushing the market back but, to legacy yeah. but here's yeah. a problem that 15 dollar <laughs> cost you're getting a 900 dollar pound yeah so you're not getting that real 50 dollar eighth yeah so you're screwed so really understanding that man is focusing on how you understand your cost of goods as it relates to you wholesaling Mm -hmm. so that you can get it to the person that can move these units yeah because that's who's important now if you want to if you're in the business of opening up a retail i don't give a fuck i'm gonna meet a ton of 40 tonses and now i'm gonna open up a store like he did he don't Mm -hmm. give a fuck whether fubu's in his shit 
Sean John isn't his shit, or and, or his own shit. Yeah, right. Because if he's mm. smart, he's gonna have his own line. But then he's outside, yeah. he's gonna sell his own sh- whatever yeah. it is. Ross so brand. <laughs> so it really is a matter of that, and that yeah. is what it breaks down to. And we could go deeper. Yeah, no supply chain management questions. is a whole is a whole thing. And um, and forgive me if I'm no, taking it too deep. No, you you're good. I mean, we we like to teach entrepreneurs how to be entrepreneurs and how to be business owners. Uh, we do uh, we do the business plan workshop next week because that it starts there. It starts with putting it on paper and knowing where you're at, and then being able to then scale it. I don't I don't I tell my friends what how are you going to scale this? If you're doing the work, yeah. you're you're not. It's not a business. You're you're just doing a service for people. And thank you, but you're not. You're a, switching time for money. You're switching time for money. So yeah. you're still working. Like, yeah, you're not making your money work man, for you. Yeah, that's, that's important. And and how how many guys do you have working with you guys right now? How many people? It's, are just, in, it's, it's just us. Just you guys. And yeah. that, no, that's mm-hmm. important because I, and and obviously like you know you, know, uh, you tag some some people in. Your fivers. Yeah, 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 yeah. For like a high five real quick, yeah. come in and on a project. Yeah, I'm saying the the day to day work. No, yep. that's important because you guys are out here rolling, but you guys have your two man team and your and your outsource three man team, and then what yeah. you guys outsource. But it it doesn't just take all that. It's it it sounds like it takes learning. Oh, we do the job of ten people. Yeah, that's you that's being an entrepreneur. That's a grit. That's a grinder. Yeah, yeah. grit. And then you yeah. got to learn these skills. You know, people take for granted technicians, man. Technicians yeah. are needed and you need technical skills in this business. Yeah. You could go be a PA all you want on set, man. But if you don't know how to run that aperture and you don't know how to, you know, deal with focal lengths and shit, you can't be a cameraman. You can't be a cameraman. You know what I mean? So, like, you really need it. to know that. Te- and if you yeah. really want to go make movies, then you really then you need to understand how to grip and how to light and how to do all that. And you don't need to be a professional at it, yeah. but you need to know enough about it so that you don't get bullshitted. Yep. And so that you understand how the final product looks, right? So Yeah. You you guys have unpacked a lot of information. Technicians is, it, is it, real. It, it, it was it was very crucial. And I think the audience is gonna definitely receive this. Where can they go support you? Where can they go find you guys? You can you can go to forty tons.co, start there, learn about us, learn, see the work that we're doing, check us out and really investigate us first. Start yep. there and read on us, right? Then you can go to forty tons brand. Right. On all social platforms. On all platforms, right? So see the work that we're doing. See what we're actually doing first before you even mess with us. I want you to see our stories, see the work that we've already done. Then you can go get the products. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We don't want you to just rush and go get the products hey, because then you can just get on and go. And you might yeah. be a one-time customer. Yeah. But once you get to see actually physically the work that we put in, we're really the real deal. We're not nothing for play. Everything is certified. 40 yep. tons. Look up the case. October 18, 2013. 40 tons of marijuana, Corbin Cooper. Look us up and see if we're the real deal. See yeah. if we're really doing the work. See if we're really talking to the prisoners. Yeah. See if we're if we're really putting money on their books. See if we really have a brand just for them. So if we're Career be, conferences, career helping conferences, people get jobs, yeah. the whole nine. Check our data out first. Man. You know, Apple Apple is built on data. So check our data and see how many expansions we have. See yeah. how many people we got a job. See how many lives that we change. That's important. From, from state to state, too. Yeah. Right? So states that we've never even been in that we're not in. So basically just look us up, see what we're doing, 
and uh yeah and, and and we have a lot to go you know like we're you know we're still we're in the starting. game we're, we're, we're appreciative of, of 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 the traction that we've gotten you know we're, we're by no means at the top yet however you know we're, we're coming for that position um and we're here to work with good people good business ethical business doing really good collabs and you know what you know we've we've stumbled and, and i call it failing forward I call, instead of falling forward i call it failing forward oh, and as long as you're failing forward um you know you got to just get back on your feet and keep trying and so you know we've learned just the ebbs and flows of this cannabis industry just because yeah. we are entrepreneurs and so a lot yeah. of the skills are are they cross over but uh, but then some don't and so it goes back to that education i read every day mm -hmm. i look up i, I when i want to know something i i have to go and research it youtube yep. university YouTube university. you know and really figuring out how that works um and then taking the skills that i've learned so you know 40 th there's that you could also find us at cannabis that's our that's our careers platform which we got that's a hell of a domain. Yeah. Oh, I did it because yeah, <laughs> someone types in cannabis hiring yeah. fairs. Yeah, it's no, I mean, so that's what I'm saying. And then they can see if we're coming to a city near you. It was trying SEO. To go worldwide. It was SEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a nice SEO play right there. <laughs> so we got cannabis uh, career fairs too. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got a few different versions of that. But uh, um, but that that's that's where you apply. Wait, let me ask you, how, how much was that domain? 11 bucks. That Man, that's crazy. Yeah. That's that's a high ticket domain. I mean, even, mm -hmm. even for, I paid... Two thousand for a fluent solution, and then that's another thing. Domains. I mean, yeah. how much you can pay for domains? domains how many like, trademarks? Yo, they want to charge marks. four bands for forty tons dot com. Yeah. So that's why I got the dot co. Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do that. Like yeah. I saw one. I forgot what it was. It was like twenty million, but it was so simple. And I was like, you, you would just make the money off of it, but. Yeah, like yeah. weed.com or something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, yeah, there's there's that. So like really having all that and and I call that goes back to being a technician. Yeah. I know about SEO, I know about email marketing, I know about funnels, I yep. you know, and that's because I've had to do this for all of my businesses going forward. Like even my marketing degree didn't teach me none of this. Yeah. My marketing degree taught me shit like what is the elasticity of consumer <laughs> demand if they do that's all bullshit. <laughs> consumer behavior. How the fuck do I set up a Facebook ad? Right. How do I make a website so that I can then connect to my my mailchimp right, right how many you know what i mean how that's, i connect my stripe and get paid come on bro yeah, yeah, period yeah. and really get to the people right. that's gonna I, really spend yeah. the money i remember going to my accountant teacher and i was like and we, we talked about Man, this a little bit red panda shout out red panda <laughs> Ina Dunlap. Mm -hmm. I, I was like i use quickbooks mm -hmm. i don't need accounting i use quickbooks they're gonna yeah. it's gonna do it for me yeah. Well, what if I'm actually saving every receipt yeah, now? Yeah, no, yeah, I, have a, I, have a, I have a I have a thing full of receipts. Now. Yeah, yeah. But what yeah. QuickBooks is gonna get your ass is that if you don't fucking reconcile it at the end of the month, no, and you wait to the end of the year, you, you fuck. You got, yeah. I got, shout, out, shout out to my accountant. Man, shout yeah, out yeah. September 15th coming up in five days that I got to do a year worth of accounting <laughs> business. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, that's awesome, man. I, I, I love this conversation. Um, you guys are true entrepreneurs just off of the conversation the short conversation we've had and uh, i think you guys are definitely a a, a milestone for entrepreneurs to want to get into uh, i'm definitely looking forward to trying this we're gonna and, get a nice care package for yeah, you to put yeah, together yeah, yeah. round two round two uh podcast to continue to combo because yeah, i want to dive into business plans you know i want to dive into uh packaging you know i want to dive into branding you know I wanna sure. dive, because it's like so many places we can dive into in it and in, in in even that. just a little and just a just a little dive too when you're speaking about entrepreneur, just having to be an entrepreneur in prison. Yeah. Right. Sometimes like, okay, now you've got your element. Now yeah. you're not on the street. Yeah. But just like I still have my kids. I Shout still have to my kids. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. so, you know, you got to yeah. open, I, I've opened a store. I've had, 
five, seven businesses. I, yeah. I ran the ticket. I was the bookie. I was at a gambling hall. Anything to provide still Anything. for my kids. So sometimes when you still out your element, a real entrepreneur is going. Typer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He was a typer. You know what I'm saying? But then you're, you're going <laughs> to still be an entrepreneur no where they put you at on this earth. Thank you guys for coming to the Entrepreneur Enthusiast Podcast. <laughs> Powered by Fluent Solution. If you guys are looking to automate your leads, get more sales, get more customers, go to our website, affluentsolution.com. You guys have been awesome. I look forward to more conversations. I look forward to your product. I'm going to drop all the links in bio so you guys can support them. And thank you guys for coming. Appreciate you, man. Shout out to the cameraman. (laughs) Shout out to the cameraman. Yeah, we good. After this, we kind of roll out. Man, I fucked up the whole thing, man. What you do? What you do? I spilled my coffee on the car.